0: Mixtape, by Tom Levine. Copyright 2022. A mixtape says things you can't. Or won't. Or sometimes, shouldn't. Mikey fretted over this daily as he sorted through song after song, classics, and new hits, trying to compose his feelings with someone else's music. Some of it depended on his mood. Some days it was all ACDC, which he knew Glorietta liked from back in the day. But this wasn't the sort of situation where one could blithely record Highway to Hell onto the mix, even if it was one of her favorites. The title was just too... inappropriate. He leavened today's tape with some old REM, thinking some of the lyrics of Driver 8 said a lot of what he wished to say. Take a break we've been on this trip too long. He'd never say that to her. Even if he could muster up the courage and, hell, write the words down, they still wouldn't come out right. He had way too much experience with that. Glorietta deserved his best. Nirvana next? No, too abrasive. Poison? No, a power ballad didn't work either. Not today. Checking the time he did not want to be late so as to maximize their time together, Mikey hurriedly chose some Midnight Oil, followed by U2. Classic stuff. Despite not being the world's biggest U2 fan, in his opinion, The Joshua Tree was one of the top great albums ever made. Minutes ticked away as he painstakingly constructed the opus. He didn't have a title for it yet. Previous incarnations included A Fragile Flash of Lightning riffing off Pink Floyd's Delicate Sound of Thunder. Glorietta, she preferred glory, had given him a brief laugh for that, which Mikey cherished. Last week, he'd gone full metalhead, nothing but Megadeth, Slayer, Anthrax, Metallica, Skid Row, Queensryche, Flotsam and Jetsam, and called it Wish You Were Hair, bemoaning that he'd lost his own long locks some time ago and still feeling pretty pouty and petty about it. Petty, of course! Wildflowers became the last song on side B. Glory belonged among the wildflowers, most definitely. Mikey hesitated as he scrawled the song title on the lined white insert. Did wildflowers imply too much that he, Mikey, should be her lover? No, he decided. Most of the lyrics seemed very pointed at wishing the best for the other person. If that happened to come from a place of pure love and affection and... Okay, fine, lust. Glory wouldn't be any the wiser. He hoped. God, the last thing she needed right now was his sappy confession of love. No way, man. Mikey snapped the cassette into its case and ran for his bike. If he pedaled hard, he'd get there just in time. He got to the hospital one minute after Glory's visiting hours began. A little breathless, he peeked into her room to see if she was awake. She was. Barely. The TV was on. Family ties. "'Hey!' Mikey whispered, still peering around the open door, not wanting to come in without Glory's permission. "'Hey, you,' Glorietta said and motioned with her fingers. It was all the strength she had, and it was all the invitation Mikey needed. He slid into the room and went to the side of the wide bed where he slipped the case into her hand.' I, uh, I made, I made this, um, it's, 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 it's a new, even in her emaciated state, Glory's smile lit his insides on fire. You know, Michael, one of these days, she had to pause to take a breath. You're gonna have to bring a Walkman, remember those? Another pause. Or you could just send me a Spotify list. He shook his head. Not the same. No, Glory said. It's really not. You're right. She lifted the tape to her face, squinting. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Christ, Michael, you're 55 years old. You better get on it. Glory smiled again as Mikey shuffled his feet. He wanted to say, I did. I did find what I was looking for. 45 years ago when you moved in next door. But he couldn't and wouldn't and probably oughtn't all these years nothing but friends through her various boyfriends her first husband her divorce her second husband him leaving her never having kids career like a pinball in one of the old machines they used to play back in the neighborhood growing up then finally this illness he'd been the best friend he could so he came every day with a new tape and he'd keep coming until the inevitable end. It was nearer than he cared to think about. Glory gently put the cassette on a nearby table with several others Mikey'd brought over the past couple weeks. He almost helped her to do it. Her gesture was so weak. But he knew her stubbornness well. She would have given him a raft of shit for helping. After the tape clattered mildly against the tabletop, Glory then stretched out her hand toward him. Michael? Perplexed, he took her hand. She was so cold. You don't have to keep doing this. Yeah, but uh, I. I mean, I, I do. I, I want to. I, I, I like to. Uh, unless you want me to stop. Glory shook her head weakly against the pillow. No, don't do that. I'm just saying. A pause. You have a life. You don't have to come if you don't want. Mikey licked his lips, eyes darting. The words were right there. He could taste them in his mouth. They wouldn't come. In a burst, Mikey snatched the new mixtape off the table and popped open the tiny radio cassette player he'd bought on his first visit. He jammed the tape inside, slapped the tray shut, and pressed the play button. Freddie Mercury said what he couldn't. Mikey glanced at Glory to see if she understood. Glorietta pressed her lips together. Yeah, she said quietly as the song played. You're mine, too. Mikey smiled, pulled a plastic-molded chair to her bed, and sat down. Glory offered her hand again, and he took it. She fell asleep an hour later in the middle of Tom Petty's Wildflowers, Mikey stayed by her side until visiting hours were over. He'd come back tomorrow. Maybe with some Beastie Boys. And scene. All right, folks. So that was mixtape. Just wrote it this morning. Found a couple of errors in there, but I don't know if I'm going to bother fixing them because that's kind of the point is to sort of just get them out. Like, again, quantity. Get the quantity out. So I came up with the idea this morning. I can't remember. Oh, I had, for some reason, I had uh, Radiohead's Creep in my head. I have no idea. You know how you just wake up in the morning and you have various and sundry songs. That happened to be the one in my head. And back in the mixtape making days, that was a very popular song for me that I put on a lot of tapes. And that, you, you, you get these rabbit holes, or at least I get down these thought process rabbit holes. And thinking about that song led me to mixtapes, which led me to thinking inevitably about being a teenager. No surprise there for those of you who know me and know my work already. And then took me back to high school. And the person actually who came to mind when I was thinking about this was my friend, Rachel. Um, Incidentally, technically an ex-girlfriend, but we're talking 30-plus years ago now, I think. So I I think the statute of limitations on the term ex-girlfriend is pretty much over by now. Um, And the thing about her is a couple things. Number one, I honestly don't know if I ever made her a mixtape. I hope I did, and I hope it was cool, but I may not have. Most of my—in fact, I brought some out just to share. Um, Most of the mixtapes that I made—and I still have these these inserts here— were for me. I made them because I wanted to hear these songs in this particular order. And as you know, no doubt from having made them at some point in your life, great care goes into the crafting of a mixtape. Um, they capture moments in time um, in, in ways that, that other forms don't. You know, um, For example, here's the year in review is the name of the mix. It starts off with Night of the Long Knives by ACDC. Then we go to Circle by Edie Brickell, which I meant to add to the story and I didn't. Back in Black, ACDC. Talk about the passion, R.A.M., Valley of Lost Souls. I think that's probably Poison. Sounds of Silence, uh, Simon Garfunkel. Foreclosure of a Dream. I believe that's Megadeth. Here Comes Your Man, the Pixies. Good Advices. Pretty sure that's REM again. Sweet Emotion. Uh, Aerosmith. I can't believe I remember this stuff. Countdown to Extinction. That's definitely Megadeth. And then Call of Cthulhu uh, was um, Metallica. That's just side A. The, the, that's <laughs> do, you hear, do you hear a theme? You might not. But I can tell you right now, just, just looking at those titles and the year in review, I think, I believe at the time that I'm making this mixtape, I'm having a really bad year. So i made these for me for the most part i hope though that every once in a great while i would have also made one for rachel um, as a as a gesture you know as a romantic gesture but the thing that that really jumps out at me about her is that you know here we are 30 some odd years later she graduated in 91 i graduated in 92 and we're, we're friends number one uh, in fact, we just hung out before I moved out of the country, not just so just within the last um, few weeks, which was great. Um, her and our friend Mickey, which was great. It's great to see them both for a little bit and hang out, but she specifically, and, and she's not the only one. There's lots of other people who have done this, who I'm going to talk about in upcoming episodes, but I wanted to kind of stick with one person at a time here. She has been with me and my career, From the beginning and that's 12 years now from the first book from party from the time party came out i think um she has been a just unwavering supporter of everything i do with whether it's writing comic books you know kickstarter filmmaking all the various things i do theater and which goes way back that's even further back than than the 12 years and I just want to say thank you. I don't know if you're going to see this or hear this, Rachel, but thank you for doing that. That means a lot to me. It is, uh, and I hope those of you listening or watching now have that person. Have the person who goes back that far, and regardless of how often you actually communicate, because somebody I think I'm going to talk about tomorrow goes back even further than that, (laughs) and I hope you have that person who knows your shit, who, who knows when you're full of it, and will also consistently support you and your family and what you do, because that's hard to come by. And it's a blessing. It really is. So the story mixtape that I just read has nothing to do with her whatsoever, apart from the fact that we're both, we're both unrepentant Gen Xers. <laughs> I think that's probably safe to say. Uh, the story itself has nothing to do with her. Um, that's just the the story that I you know was inspired to write this morning. But um, she is the person I thought of as I was trying to come up with this morning's story. And there it is. That's it. That's pretty much the whole thing. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you enjoyed the story. It's available on Substack. It's available here on Facebook. It's available on my website, TomLevine.com. It's available pretty much everywhere I can get it. It's available on my Patreon. If you'd like to join that, feel free. That would be super cool. Um, Because it's not easy being a writer and trying to make a living. (laughs) But... No worries about that. Seriously, um, I'm not going to charge for these on any real level because I just want to create stuff and give it to you. I haven't done that in a long time, it feels like. I mean, we had the Kickstarter and issue number two of Beckett's Last Mixtape will be coming up, which is cool. Um, I've seen the first 10 pages are are all inked and done and... Damn it, she's good. Holy crap. Uh, my artist, Addie, is so, so beautiful. Um, her work is just, if, if, if you saw the comic book, you know. Anyway, so we've got that kind of stuff coming up. But this thing that we're doing right now, this is just, because I need to do it. I think it's it's good for me, and I hope it's good for you. I hope it's beneficial. Main point being... Um, this isn't going to be just YA. It's not going to be just horror. It's not going to be just any one particular thing. It's going to be whatever I was motivated and inspired to do that particular day. Um, some of it will be scary. Some of it won't be. Some of it will be slice of life. You know, who knows what I'm going to write? Some of it's going to be essays. There might even be a poem or two um, because I need to get back on that horse and I need to write it. I need to. Uh, I just have to do this or I think I'm going to go completely, completely insane. So I hope you'll join me for that. Uh, And if you like the stories, let me know. If you totally hate the stories, that's okay too. Not gonna, not gonna fault you for that. You are allowed to like and dislike whatever you want. Um, so I'd love to hear what you think, what you'd like to see more of, less of, whatever. And uh, the recordings will be cleaned up, videos will be made, audio podcasts will be made, so you can enjoy my uh, sonorous voice <laughs> as frequently as you'd like. The main goal being that I hope this takes you, gives you, gives you a few minutes away from your daily life. That's really, um, that's probably the biggest gift I bring to people as a storyteller is, hey, man, have you taken five minutes off? Have you taken 10 minutes off to just zone out and listen to a story? If I don't stop now, I will talk for the next hour. So I'm going to stop here. And thanks for tuning in and uh, be on the lookout. Again, you can subscribe on my Substack, which is free. You can go to uh, my podcasting site, which is also free. Everything's free except my Patreon. So if you want to support me just for the hell of it, you can go to my Patreon and and toss in three bucks a month or something like that. Cool. No worries. It's going to be free everywhere. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. And hopefully we'll see you at some point tomorrow. Don't know what time, but at some point tomorrow, we'll be reading tomorrow's story. So that is it. Uh, May you be happy. May you be well. May you be safe. And may you be peaceful and at ease. Take care.